Roger Bannister, in his book The Four-Minute Mile, writes that when he broke the four-minute barrier, he felt like an exploded flashlight with no will to live. At the Fifth Avenue Mile last weekend, I was prepared for a peak effort to see what it's like to be an exploded flashlight. Five minutes was the loose goal, not Bannister's four minutes. But after running a 501 at the Fifth Avenue Mile last year, and a 502 in an indoor meet at the Armory in March, running sub-5 would require only modest improvement. I hoped for low 450s, or better yet, 440s. My training has been focused on the New York City Marathon, and when training for a marathon, a mile is an extremely short race. Proportionally, the difference in distance between a marathon and a mile is the same as that of a mile to a 60-meter dash. I had prepared for the race with a few abbreviated Central Park Track Club workouts designed for the milers. In one, I ran half a dozen 400s at about 70 seconds each, and in another, I bookended a few shorter items with 222 and 235-800s. Not the best-paced workout, but it gave me confidence that if I were to take the race out in, say, 227, I'd have something left for the second half. In the workouts, I chased teammates who had run in the 440s. Runners in my 35 to 39-year-old race wasted no time lining up for this thing. About 12 minutes before the race and just a few minutes after the 30 to 34s began their race, I approached the starting line but was only able to squeeze into the third row. I stood behind Central Park teammate John Malone, a solidly built redhead who beat me by a second in the race last year and who I figured would run in the 440s. Malone took it out fast. I held back slightly and got caught in a bit of traffic. During the first quarter mile, I was forced to zip through a narrow gap between two runners, and during the second quarter, I veered right to pass a few more. I didn't check the quarter split. At the half mile mark, I gave in to temptation and eyed the clock, 227, or 454 pace. There were at least a dozen runners ahead. John L. Parker Jr.'s novel, Once a Runner, describes the third quarter of a mile race as, quote, where the real melancholy begins, when the runner might ask himself just what in the hell he was doing to himself. It is a microcosm not of life, but of bad times. Parker's description made me laugh when I first heard it, because it rang true to miles I have raced on the track. Mercifully, though, the half-mile mark in this race is at the crest of a hill, and it is all downhill to the finish. I spotted the three-quarter mile mark sooner than I had expected. The third quarter did not feel like such bad times, and with about 500 to go, I accelerated into an extended kick. A runner with more finishing speed darted past me on the right, but I pulled astride with several others on my left. Malone was still ahead. The finish line came in a rush. The clock ticked from 4.50 to 4.51. Moments after the race, I was sucking wind with the rest of them, but I had not achieved the exploded flashlight. Perhaps I didn't take the race out fast enough, or that feeling is reserved for four-minute milers, or perhaps not every race is supposed to feel like a hellhole. I was pleasantly surprised later to learn that my net time was 4.49. It was good for 13th place, which is exactly where I finished last year with a 5.01. Adjusting for the second it took me to get to the start, my splits were 2.26 and 2.23, Malone finished at 4.44. There's no finer time to watch a race than right after completing one's own, 
and I enjoyed the rest of the morning and early afternoon cheering on teammates and my father-in-law, a natural sprinter who braved the mile. And though I hadn't felt the heroic pain described by Bannister and Parker Jr., I did witness it on the faces of several runners whose expressions at the three-quarter mile mark were halfway between blank and Edvard Munch's The Scream. Chris Donnelly, who gutted out a 5.14 in the 40-49 to year old race, a day after racing a 5K, described the last 400 thus. It seemed for all the world like I was trapped in Zeno's paradox. You know, where you cross half the distance to your destination with each successive step and never, ever arrive.